This is a sicha from the Kutus Sichas, Chilak Tezvav, Parshas Lech, Lecha Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha we learn about Avram Avinu. And we learn in Perkei Aves, it says over there in Perkei, Asara Deiris Minayach Vad Avram. There were ten generations from Nayach until Avram. Loyediya Kama Erech Apayim Lefonov. It's to inform us how much Erech Apayim, how much patience Hashem has. Shakala Deiris Hoyimachis Nelvayin. These ten generations, they all continuously angered Hashem, until Avram Avinu arrived, and he received the schar, the reward of all of them. And there are four parts in the sicha. The rebel, number one, asked two questions on this teaching in Perkei Number two, presented discussion on an earlier part of the Mishnah. Number three, based on this and an additional point, answer the original two questions. And number four, present a hayra in Avedas Hashem. It says in the Mishnah in Perakeh of Perkei Avram. There are ten generations from Nayach until Avram. It's to inform us how much Erech how much patience Hashem has. All of these generations, they continuously and constantly and repeatedly angered Hashem. Until Avram Avinu came and he received the reward of all of them. And we have to understand, since the ten generations were machis and uvayin, so what type of schar did they deserve that Avram Avinu received that schar instead of them? Furthermore, earlier this very Mishnah says that that before the ten generations from Noach until Avram, there were ten generations from Adam to Noach. And over there it says also, it's to inform us how much how much patience Hashem has. All these generations were angering Hashem until Hashem brought upon them the waters of the Mabel. And it says it over there without adding at the end that that Noach received all of their reward. Now the simple explanation is that because they were so therefore they didn't deserve any reward. So according to this, it's even more difficult. Why by the ten generations from Nayach to Avram, which were also Machis and Uvayin, does the Mishnah conclude that Kibbal Schar Kulam? So the very idea of Kibbal Schar Kulam is difficult to understand because what reward did they deserve? And this question is especially difficult because we find that at the beginning of the Mishnah, it indeed doesn't mention Nayach receiving their Schar. And the explanation would be because they didn't deserve any Schar. So then it strengthens the question even more. Now, there are Mepharshim who explain that every person has a portion allotted to them in Gan Eden. However, if a person is Neschayev, found guilty in the way that they behaved during their lifetime, and then they receive their portion in Gehenim, so what happens to their portion in Gan Eden that was allotted to them? So then someone else who is Zacha, who is meritorious, so that person receives their own portion and the portion of their fellow in Gan Eden. And so that's how they explain the Mishnah about Avram Avinu, that the ten generations between Nayach and Avram, they had a portion allotted to them in Gan Eden. However, because of the way they behaved, they didn't get this portion in Gan Eden. They got their portion in Gehenim. So what happened to their portion in Gan Eden? It was given to Avram, who was Zacha, so he received his own portion and their portion in Gan Eden. However, there's a difficulty with this, because according to this, so then the part of the Mishnah that says, Asara Deiris Ma'adam Va'anayach, that the ten generations between Adam and Ayach, they angered Hashem until Hashem brought the Mabel upon them, that part of the mission is now difficult. Because since they were also Machis and Uvayim, since they also angered Hashem, like the next ten generations, and Noyach was Tzadik Gamer B'day Reisov, we know that Noyach was a Tzadik, a Tomim B'day Reisov, 
So Noach, who was Zacha, he should have received his own portion and the portion of his fellow Ganadin. Just like Avram Avinu received the portion of Ganadin from those ten generations, so too Noach should have received the portion of Ganadin from his ten generations that came before him. Now, in order to answer this question about the difference between the ten generations from Adam to Noach and the ten generations between Noach and Avram, so Mepharshim explained that since Noach didn't daven for the people of his generation, and he didn't devote himself to drawing the people of his generation to Hashem, and succeed in making them behave appropriately, so therefore he wasn't zacha enough, he wasn't meritorious enough to receive schar kulam, but not so Avram. Avram publicized the lakus in the world. Like it says, And he drew people close to Hashem, as Chazal explained on the Pasuk, that refers to the people that Avram Avinu brought to Hashem, so therefore he deserved to receive Schar Kulam. So that's the reason why Avram Avinu received Schar Kulam and Noyach didn't. However, it still remains unclear. There's still a difficulty, which is assuming that the ten generations from Adam to Noyach also had an allotted prepared reward, because like we said, every person has an allotted portion in Gan Eden. So since Noach didn't receive the reward because he wasn't zacha enough, he wasn't meritorious enough, so then who did receive their portion in Gan Eden? So that's a difficulty with this explanation. We can understand why Noach didn't receive it. But what happened to that portion in Gan Eden? And now we're going to support this question by negating a possible answer. We cannot say that nobody received the reward of the ten generations from Adam to Noach, since it says regarding Gan Eden that Hashem placed Adam Rishon in Gan Eden for that purpose of and after the Chet so then Gan Eden became the place for receiving reward for La'avda, which refers to doing Ramach Mitzvah Sasei, and for Lushama, which refers to not doing the Shasam Mitzvah meaning that Gan Eden has an objective and a purpose. So therefore, there can't be a space in Gan Eden which remains empty, and especially a space that includes portions for all the people of ten generations, and we're referring to very long generations. Someone must fill that space and fulfill the purpose of that portion of Gan Eden. So we can't answer that nobody received their portion of Gan Eden. And as a result of this question, we're actually going to lead into a conclusion. We must therefore conclude that the ten generations from Adam to Noyach never initially had any allotted portion of Gan Eden, of reward. However, we have to understand how their machisin was different or worse than that of the second span of ten generations. Meaning, why did they not have any portion in Gan Eden for Noyach to receive? And why did the ten generations between Noyach and Avram have a portion in Gan Eden that Avram was able to receive. So we can see here that the question now changed a little bit. The question is now, why did these 10 generations deserve a reward that was then given to Avram, but the previous generations, the previous 10 generations didn't? And there's a second question, which is, what is the Chiddush of the Mishnah that Hashem is an Erech Apayim? It's a clear Pasuk. It says, Hashem Erech Apayim, which means, as Rashi teaches, So we know that Hashem is an Erech Apayim, even for Rishayim, like the ten generations. Now, simply, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, what it says, The Pasuk doesn't mention the extent of Hashem's Erech Apayim. So therefore, the Mishnah teaches us, That Hashem has Erech Apayim for even up to ten generations. However, we still have to understand why indeed is Hashem patient up to ten generations? Additionally, what is the significance of emphasizing specifically ten generations? So why is it up to ten generations? And why is it necessary to emphasize that it's ten generations? So we'll understand this by first explaining another matter. 
we know that the order of the Mishnayis is precise, and especially when it's in this very same parak. So according to this, there's a difficulty. What's the connection between the Mishnah of Asara Dairis, Me Adam, where it talks about the ten generations from Adam to Noach, and then the ten generations from Noach to Avram, to the previous Mishnah, where it says, Ba'asara Mamaris Nivra Elam, the very first Mishnah of Parak Hay, of Parak And if it's only because of their order in time, that first came the creation of the world, and then came these two sets of ten generations, if that's the case, then the Tana should have first taught a later Mishnah. This other Mishnah is taught later on, where it says, Asar Dvarim Nivru Be'erav Shabbos Bein Hashemashis, which teaches about the conclusion of Nivra Elam, which is before the Asar Deris. So what's the connection between the uh, Asar Deris Me'odam Vat Noyach and the Asar Deris Me'noyach Vat Avram to the previous Mishnah of Basar Mamaris Nivra Elam? So the explanation is the previous Mishnah tells us Basar Mamaris Nivra Elam, and also that this teaches us a dual message. Like it continues and says, why did Hashem create the world Basar Mamaris and not with one mimer? And he explains, It's in order to punish the Rishayim who destroy the world. And in order to give reward to the Tzadikim who they maintain and they bring good into the world. And in continuation and parallel with these two teachings regarding the two types of people. So now the second Mishnah, our Mishnah, teaches a parallel teaching of these two types of people. It tells us there are Saradarius Ma'odam Vadnayach. These were Rashaim who were Ma'abid the world, and therefore Hashem punished them, Lihipara, with Shehivi like it says over there in the Mishnah. And then there are Saradaris Minach Avram, that even though these ten generations were Machisim Uvaim, nevertheless Avram was Makayim the world. Meaning he created a kim also in his ten generations. He repaired and he fixed what they destroyed. And therefore, there was schar kulam and he received it. So what we're adding over here is an understanding that there's two different types of ten generations. There are those who are ma'abed the world, those who destroy the world. And by them, there is the lipara minorashayim. And in this case, it was through the me'amabal. And then there is a situation of giving sachar toivlat tzadikim shemakayimim esa'elam. And that's what Avram did. So this gives us more understanding of the difference between Avram and Noyach. It's not just that Noyach didn't daven and Avram did daven, but it's also the Rishayim of Noyach that were such that they were Ma'abed the world. And by them, there is no Indian of Schar. There's only an Indian of destruction. And therefore, Hashem brought upon them the Mabel. And with this, we could now answer or better understand the difference between the ten generations between Adam and Noyach, and the ten generations between Noyach and Avram, that in addition to the fact that Avram davened, and he fixed and repaired the ten generations before him, and Noyach didn't, also the Ra of the ten generations before Noyach was such that they are Ma'abed the world, they are destroying the world, and by them there is no Indian of Schar, and there's only an Indian of Lihipara, the punish, which was done through the Mabel. However, it's still not fully understood, it's still not fully clear, because why was it possible to create a kiyum only in those ten generations between Noyach and Avram and not the previous ten generations between Adam and Noyach? We're saying that the ten generations between Adam and Noyach, there, there was no place to bring a kiyum. They were Ma'abed the world and by them there's Lihipara. Whereas by Avram Avinu, there was the idea that he was Makayim the world and so he received their schar. But why is it that you could only create a kiyum by the ten generations between Noyach and Avram and not the ten generations between Adam and Noyach? 
So the explanation is similar to actual battles that you didn't engage in, where there were items that were destroyed and items that were taken as spoils. So the same is true in the battle against the Ra, which is in the world, that there are two types of Ra, and as a result, there are two ways of dealing with it. There are things which are completely Ra, meaning that they don't have any type in them, and such things have to be destroyed, similar to the idea of what it says, that Shvirasan Hitaharasan, about Kalim, which are Tomei. That's what gives them their Tyra. And as it's explained in the Kudetera about the Indian of Sreifa Sapara, that it has to be completely burned because there's nothing good in it. So all the different elements that are in the Para have to be completely burned. And all that remains is the very foundation of its existence, which that itself is not Ra. So the form of its existence is Ra, except for the foundation. So the form has to be completely destroyed. So that's one type of Ra. And then there are things which even though one doesn't see in them any Taiv, but nevertheless, they have a Nitzitz of Taiv. And therefore, they shouldn't be destroyed. But to the contrary, since there's Taiv in them, not only shouldn't they be destroyed, but one has to be Mekayim them, meaning bring into them something positive through transforming them from Ra to Taiv, through a Sabcha, Chashuchel, and Ohira. And this is the difference between the two spans of ten generations. The Ra of the ten generations from Adam to Noach was total Ra. And such Ra destroys the world. So therefore, Hashem completely washed them away from the world. Like it says, Hevi Aleim Esmei Amabel. And the, whereas the Ra of the ten generations, from Noach to Avram, so even though they were Machis and they angered Hashem, they constantly, repeatedly angered Hashem, but nevertheless, their Ra was of a type that could be transformed to Toiv. And therefore, when Avram came, and with his Avaidah, he was a Makayim of the world, meaning he repaired and completely fixed all ten generations, so he received Schar Kulam. And so now we can understand the difference between those two ten generations. It's not just that that Avram Avinu brought a key into them and Noyach didn't help with them. So Avram helped them and Noyach didn't. But also they themselves, the ten generations from Adam to Noyach, represented a Ra and they were such a Ra that only has Ra in it. There's nothing good. And so that has to be completely destroyed. Whereas the ten generations from Noyach to Avram, it was a type of Ra that has inside of it a Nitzitz of Taiv. And therefore Avram Avinu was able to come and bring about of Ishabcha Chashuchel and Nehera to transform them from Ra to Taiv. And the reason Hashem has Erech for ten generations, we asked earlier why specifically ten generations, and why the need to emphasize it. So we spoke many times that ten is a complete and whole number which symbolizes perfection. And just as this is true by the Tzad of Kedusha, so it's also true by the opposite, by Klippa. The complete and full extent of Ra consists of the number ten, because it has ten prinas, ten aspects to it. And therefore Hashem has Erech meaning that He's waiting for them to do tshuva up until ten generations, which is until the full extent of Machis and Uvayin of the Ra. Up to ten generations Hashem has Erech because the Ra is not complete in total. But once it's ten generations where it's complete in total, so then the Erech is no longer there. The Hiran Avedis Hashem is every person is called an Olam Katan, a small world. So just like there are two stages of ten generations in the Olam Gadol, so so too there are these same two stages of ten generations in the Olam Katan, meaning by an individual in their Avedis Hashem. The first stage of the ten generations is when a person is involved in undesirable matters in Inyanim Bilti Ritsuyim for a period of an entire ten days, meaning like we said, ten represents a complete and whole thing. So when a person is involved in Inyanim Bilti Ritsuyim for such a long and significant amount of time, and nevertheless things are good for themselves, so they may assume that things will continue to be good for them in the future, just as, as it was for them until now. And as the Pasuk says, 
So the Mishnah tells such a person that the reason they enjoyed the good life until now, despite their inappropriate behavior, is because of Hashem's Erech However, his Erech will cease after a predetermined time, like we said, after 10 generations. And so what is the Mishnah's Hira for this person? Therefore, this person must perform their Aveda in a matter of Hevi Aleyim Esmei which means completely nullifying the undesirable matters. So that's the first period of 10 generations, representing a Ra that has to be completely destroyed and nullified. It's telling the person to nullify the Ra that's within themselves. And then we have the second span of 10 generations, which is that, however, this Aveda isn't enough because since an entire 10 days of inyanim built of undesirable matters have already passed, so the good that could have been and therefore should have been accomplished during that time period is missing. Like it says, Yomim Yitzaru, meaning that every person has a fixed number of days for the Aveda Hashem. And so those days are lacking now. So therefore one must also engage in the second sort of Aveda represented by the second ten generations, which is one must create a kiyum of those previous days, meaning that they have to fix and repair and bring a, bring to a hishapcha to transform those, day, those days. Because through the avayda of hishapcha chashechel and ohera, a person is able to repair and completely fix what they lost earlier. And up until the level of kibbles char kulam, that actually they receive those days in a way of hishapcha chashechel and ohera, that the ras transformed to taiv.